Studio Pirate did it. Parrot Pie. Piero. Piero. It's pronounced Piero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they did they did Tokyo Ghoul, Naruto, Bleach, uh they and the did, mu- they great. did part of of Legend of Korra. I remember that when they Oh man. Hello everybody, welcome to the Anime Summit Podcast. We're back. We're back. We're back this week. Thank you so much for being here. Every week we are here to bring you the latest anime goodness. Because where else are you getting your good anime goodness? From what other podcasts? Who else are you listening to? I want names right now. Because me and Nick are going to go over there. We're going to fuck some shit up. That's what we're going to do. We're gonna slap our balls. We're gonna rub our balls on their drum set. That was that sound right there. Yeah, on the drum set. <laughs> Did you know that Will Ferrell owns the, that that uh, fake pair of balls now? That's hilarious. They paid like, I don't know, it was like five figures to create prosthetic balls. <laughs> cool little fact right there. <laughs> I'm Ew. Sam the Bomb, and with me is Danny the Fanny. But. And too slick, Nick. Balls. <laughs> uh, now balls. I should have. Now I should have said something. Now I don't. Uh, dicks. <laughs> there we go. Damn. <laughs> Leave me out, guys. Anyway, none of which are allowed on Tumblr anymore. Oh yeah, <laughs> Tumblr banned. Or no. Not that I've ever used Tumblr, but you know, whatever. I I I think I have one. I don't know. But anyway, the only thing that bothered me about it, real quick, was that like, you couldn't view the porn unless you had the app and an account I couldn't yeah, just click you had on to, an image you had that to have so an stupid. account anyway and then you had to like put in your you know all your info yeah stuff. you couldn't like view anything it's not like it's just it out dumb. there like red tube <laughs> you know what I mean like, well yeah but like imager you don't have to have an account you can just click on an image mm. tumblr sh- should be the same way in my opinion but you know what do I know yeah tumblr's lame anyway anyway not that I not that I care it's all about the insta face and the snap face nowadays but real quick though like there's some other shit that happened that like I should be that that we should be doing in our news thing that we're gonna be starting soon. So are we doing we're doing a separate one for that, right? Yeah. I, I'm gonna probably start doing that this week just because I wanna start doing it. Because we've so much good news is passing by. But this is worth mentioning in this episode right now, just because it just is. Netflix is kind of trying to get it right now. <laughs> like uh Evangelion coming to Netflix, but they're like redubbing it. The TV, the Evangelion TV series, and yeah, sorry, the, the movie series. End of Evangelion, not the rebuilds, are not coming the to Netflix. The Neon Genesis Evangelion and the End of Evangelion movie, yeah. But they're redubbing um, it. Yeah. Right? So wait, are we just gonna are we just gonna have this news in this episode then, or what? Well, you got it on the notes here, so I just thought. Oh shit! It's worth All it's right. worth mentioning. You guys right? want to do it? Uh, yeah, dude, it's gonna be fucking. S- it might be sick, <laughs> or it might be a fucking disaster. Because <laughs> a lot of people said the dub is overrated, blah, 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 ADV. I think ADV did it, you know. ADV did it, do was, it, yes. It's an iconic dub, the original Ava dub. And you Tiffany know what? Grant, maybe, Spencer, yeah. maybe it started a little bit shaky at first. I personally didn't notice any of that, but... And, of course, the, the random black guy in the in the movie, but, like... Dude, it's a great dub. I don't know if I'll be able to hear it 
any other way. So they could easily mess this up, Netflix. I, I feel that. I, don't I just don't want that. them. Like Spike Spencer is Shinji. Like he's already he's typecast by now. Right. How, who else is gonna voice him? Like seriously, you, you better not get like fucking John Young Bosch or something. Like I don't know. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. a good actor. Look, nothing against these voice actors. They're just making a paycheck. <laughs> they're they're finna do Vic McNana. But I am gonna fucking have some harsh words and tweets. For Netflix, if they fuck this up. <laughs> also, if they fuck up the music rights, if they don't get the correct soundtrack for Evangelion, I will fucking tweet at them. Fucking that episode of Family Guy is like, you know what, Brian, you got a problem? Go on the internet and complain. <laughs> no, but like this is actually a a really real danger that they won't get all the rights to like this the music and everything. I don't know yeah, if that's gonna that, happen or not. This music, is kind of a rumor. The music that that's going to be a fucking tragedy if that happens. If you fuck up the music, you're taking away a lot of integrity away from the show and how it's presented. Like it's yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, dude, one of the goats in my opinion, the number one goat anime, Evangelion. Um, agree. But they're also now then they also announced like literally like it was funny because somebody tweeted, "Oh, but y'all not going to put Cowboy Bebop on." And then Netflix retweeted that and said, oh, dear, dot, dot, dot. And then literally a day later, they announced a live-action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop as a Netflix yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, So that's that's also kind of scary, too. <laughs> it could be great or it could be fucking Death Note level. <laughs> I just... So, I'm whatever. not going to say I mean, anything. We'll always have the original either way. My wor- I'm really only worried about the Evangelion one because live action, everyone's just like, fuck it. You know, Here's my action. opinion. Here's my opinion. Ready, Nick? Here's what it is. Netflix needs to keep doing this bull crap regardless if it's good or not so then we can stay in business. <laughs> <laughs> so we can shit yes, on it. <laughs> making our, our $1. <laughs> um, but, but no, seriously. No, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. I just have no yeah, opinion and about it. Going back to Ava really quick. So the reason it didn't get streamed for like over a decade, because it used to be on TV, but it didn't get any streaming legally, be- was because um, there was like a legal battle with Gynax, I think. Or let me re- let me double check this. Oh, somebody deleted their post. That's lovely. Uh, I think I think it had to do with a legal battle. They couldn't. Yeah, that's yeah yeah. Couldn't license it. It was I think Mike Tool on um on uh. Or no, Justin Savakis from ANN, I think, was one of the people who who brought that story up. It was one of those things where it was, it was one of them. It, it fell through the, the cracks writers. of the legal system in terms of like rights and all that, and it kind of just ended up in limbo. So it's like, okay, well, who can do this kind of thing? It and wasn't then, just like a price thing. I'm sure that had something to do with no, it. No, yeah, it was much more. It was a lot more. Yeah. But it, it was like some, of, it was something like really stupid and mundane, but they were just yeah. It ended up in purgatory because of it, and nobody could no one. Everyone was like, "How do we do this now?" Because because Ano split off from Gynax to create Kara, and like everything like the, splintered the yarn was Gynax. too tangled. I think that was that part point. of it. I don't know if that yeah. that probably wasn't even the whole thing. It was worth. It was not worth untangling. It was just like. Eh. <laughs> anyway. I think that was worth mentioning. I know we've been saying for a while that we were going to do like the new segment, and I'm probably going to start doing that this week, getting that together. But um, that was worth mentioning because, oh, like, and those... we're going to do an Ava episode at some point next year. 
Oh yeah, because it's it's coming out next year. It has. We have to do it. Yeah. So like that being said, it was just kind of like, well, we got to mention this because it literally the news came out like after we recorded last week, and we're just like, shit, god damn it. So anyway, there's that for you. Um, today's episode, we're gonna talk about hidden gems. The opposite of Evangelion. <laughs> the opposite of Evangelion. Well, not necessarily in quality. There's a lot of good stuff here. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But not, stuff not... that may not be the top. Yeah. Kind of like uh, it's it's underrated, underappreciated. It's not very high in the popular- popularity. Yeah. And the know? way we decided was we just arbitrarily picked uh, it had to be it had to be above the top 500 in popularity on my anime list. So anything that's 500 or above, we could select. Yeah. So and so yeah, that 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 takes out a lot of titles, but it also there's a lot of stuff that you'd be surprised at how at how a few people have seen it. Right. And maybe we're gonna mention a couple things you haven't heard of. So there's some recommendations for you. This constant recommended recommendation episode for you too. So there you go. Um, we'll get into that before Wifeun has banned it though. I'm just gonna quick mention links.animesummit.net. Go there to follow us. Find us everywhere. There, you can do that. New episodes every Thursday on our iTunes and RSS feed, and it comes out on YouTube the following Saturday. We have now ended Manga Book Club, or not ended it, but we've finished reading Akira. Then we are taking a break for December until we can decide what the next book is, and Danny will post that in the announcements when we decide the next book, and then you guys can add us on Discord, and we'll mention it on Twitter too, so you can join the Discord and be part of it. Um, it's really fun, and then I record the whole thing, and it's great. So there you go. Akira's done. It was great. We decided it was fucking 10 out of 10 manga. It was awesome. Um, Nick, have, have you read Akira? Huh? I've read the title. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting around to it. <laughs> Dude, you should. You should. Um, I saw I mean, the Santa Claus uh, spoof on that, so that was cool. You, you know, should. Uh, I love picture all those. Picture in Discord. Uh, Kaneda walking to the bike and all the different... Uh, I used to have a Batman shirt like that, where it was Batman walking to the tumbler, his little tumbler thing. Anyway. Oh, uh, not the... You know what I forgot to mention? Online tumbler. Uh, yesterday, Sam? What? Um, when when Joker told Kaneda, oh, come here, I want to tell... Like, I want to show you something. And, like, he had, like, a cloth over... Uh, Like, obviously, it was going to be a... a um something he built i thought he was gonna reveal uh Kaneda's bike and he didn't <laughs> and he didn't i was like god damn it <laughs> no dude that's a great manga you should read it um anyway danny will put that in announcements for you um when i we discuss what the next book is um so let's get into it main topic hidden gems waifu and his bando here we go for waifu uh urabe Urabe Mikoto from Mysterious Girlfriend X. Is it Girlfriend? GFX? Mysterious GFX? Yes. Gr- yeah. Mis- uh, Mysterious, Mysterious Graphics? Gr- Mysterious Girlfriend X. Yes. GIF? GFX is it GIF or graphics, is it GIF? Danny. What? <laughs> it's Girlfriend. I, like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> graphics. You can't abbreviate. Just, that could be why anything. can't we abbreviate? We're abbreviating. Because that GFX is graphics. Whatever. It's not GFX. <laughs> There's a space in between. What makes Urabe... Mikoto, the waifu. Because she carries scissors in her panties. and Oh, so she's like Senjigahara, kind of. But better. Uh-huh, okay, that's fighting awesome. words. I'm already into it. 
In the words of Dracula, what have you done to my wife? Her art design, like her character design is just awesome. I like it. Yeah. Um, And then for Husbando, uh, I chose uh, Soichi Negashi from Detroit Metal City, the lead singer of the band Detroit Metal City. Uh, I got to rewatch that show. You should you should watch the live action. Fucking um Gene Simmons is in it. Uh Oh man. Yeah, no, it's actually really funny. Like it's just as I wouldn't say it's as funny as the show, but it's it's a pretty good live action adaptation. Um Yeah, he's a uh, he just wants to be in a pop band or he wants to do like solo pop music, but the only way he can be on the stage is by doing this by doing death metal. Uh, Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. It sounds really stupid the way I'm saying it, but it's it's funny. Um, we'll get into. I like that later. how he's, yeah, I like how he's, uh, he's he's the lead singer, right? He he he's trying to lead like a, a quiet life, but he just gets roped into the fucking heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. has to go all out. So he's it's, writing it's these funny. lyrics that are completely opposite of like things he wants to think about or would sing up rather sing about. Like, I'll I'll get into it. I'll get into it later. Uh, but we 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 nominated. A waifu and his bando that came from our list. So, that being said, the way we're going to do this, though, so Nick kind of already described how we did it or how we picked them. Um, we're going to go through our honorable mentions first, and then our our top three round table, like how we normally do this. So Nick will go, then I will go, then Danny will go, then we'll go to Nick's number one or number three, and number two, my number one, whatever, around the table. You know what I mean? So. There we go. Yes, sir. And this doubles as a recommendation. So if you haven't watched any of these, take this as we're recommending it to you. You should just listen to everything we say because we're right and you're wrong. We like our steak medium. Oh, gross. Medium? Yes, medium. Medium. I Wait, actually eat mine medium that's rare. That's like half wrong, though, Sam. <laughs> I, I eat mine medium rare, actually. Yeah, it's medium rare or rare. Nope. If medium. you're a man. Medium. Well, medium, I, I didn't no, want to exclude oh, everyone, you know what I mean? Because I actually eat it medium rare to raw or to seared. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, yeah. that's that's a human yeah. right there. That's blood dripping My mom always used to say, mijo, I need blood to feed my blood. <laughs> 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 and my brother would get so mad. This doesn't make any sense. Stupid. <laughs> actually, it makes perfect sense. I need blood did to you feed know, my blood. Did you know that dogs are made out of dog food and water? Shut up. True fact right there. All right. <laughs> Thought I had to mention that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick, why don't you start with your honorable mentions? Then we'll go to mine. Then we'll go to Danny's, and then we'll get into the oh, meat of it. Okay. Our top three hidden gems recommendations for y'all. I'm learning. I'm just learned something pretty cool. Okay, so I'm gonna start with a little known OVA, and yet also kind of a cult classic, Yokohama Shopping Log. This is a 1998 OVA. It has two episodes and then a second part with two more episodes. It's uh, Studio IG Do, source based on a manga. Uh, they're about 30-minute episodes. It is directed by... Okay, here we go. So it's directed by Tomomi Michizuki, who also directed Mason Okoku, which is a which is another kind of classic uh, rom-com slice-of-life show, um, among a, a, bunch of, a bunch of other things. And that's and why Rumiko Takahashi, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and, oh, he he directed part of Ranma One Half as well. Oh wow! And he also directed Pupa. There you go. <laughs> Pupa. <laughs> I've actually never heard of. Oh, um, I've actually never it. heard of Yokohama Shopping Log though. Or shopping so, 
Yokohama Shopping Log is an Iyashike slice of life. What that means is it is a healing show. That's what Iyashike basically means, which means that there's no real plot. There's not much comedy. There's not much anything. I've mentioned Aria in the past, and that's more well-known Iyashike. Um, <clears throat> My Neighbor Totoro is another example. A lot of Ghibli movies kind of fit this a little bit. Um, or maybe a couple. It might just be Totoro because there's, there's not much of a conflict. But um, what it does is it's just really relaxing. So the, the whole point of Yokohama Shopping Log is there's a girl uh, who's also kind of like an android slash robot who is she's kind of she's uh, the head of a cafe because the owner took an indefinite leave of absence and the cafe doesn't receive any visitors. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic world and it's super peaceful and it's, it's weird because it's like instead of you know, you hear the saying it's like you going the 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 world will end with a a whimper not a bang or something like that that's kind of what this is it's just like humanity and life is just kind of accepting it peacefully <laughs> um and it, there's nothing really dark about it it's just like you know it's kind of like nearing the end of civilization but it's still really pe- it's almost like girls last tour a little bit because we we covered that a while back yeah, i remember that um yep. and there's it's like really like really um let's like moments sink in um which is really which is which is cool it, it, this this might be interesting to watch while you're in like a certain state of mind if you know if you if you if you smoke the ganja in a legal area then you know this might be something interesting to check out cuz i remember a scene at the end where th- she and a uh, older woman are just staring at the sea it's literally like two straight minutes of that <laughs> It's crazy. Like she falls, she just like sits at her cafe. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but just check it out. It's really short. It's just total four episodes OVA. So just thought I'd mention that one. Honorable mention. I, I kind of went long on that one, but I'll let I'll let you guys take the next one. Oh no, I thought you were gonna do we're gonna do all of our honorable mentions. Oh shit! That. I'll let myself take the next one. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. <laughs> do all. Do you guys have any? Mentions, yeah. Real quick, do you guys have any like questions or comments about it? Or no, actually, I actually really want to watch this though. Like I'm. I've yeah, never heard it's of not. It's not on any legal streaming services right now, so you're going to have to use other means to find it. Um, I'm not sure that the physical copies are cheap either, but, I mean, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's fine. <laughs> hey, if they don't have a legal option, then you got to do what you got to do. Next show I will recommend is a short from 2013. It's called Ayura. Um, this one's really popular on the on the Reddit anime on, on the anime subreddit where people will often post little streamable videos of, of scenes in the show because it's all the episodes are four minutes long. So you can just post little clips. It's based on a four coma manga studio light and films um, directed by uh, Ryusuke Nakamura, which sounds really familiar. Why does that sound familiar? Oh shit. He did. Uh, he helped on three gods, no lion, Aibangaku, Grimgar, uh, oh, he did some help on Maiden Abyss, Monster. This guy's done everything. Nana, holy crap. Okay. Anyway, Ayura is just like really fun uh, slice of life comedy about four girls. It's like the four girl comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you have Kanaka, Saki, Ayuko, and Mei, and they, you know, they just kind of go to class and have fun and, and have these little wacky little hijinks. That's that's super funny. Um, the uh, the physical comedy is great in this, and and like the. The way that my favorite one is Kanaka because she's kind of like an airhead. I always gotta like the airheads, you know. Yui, shout out to Yui, shout out to Yui um, <laughs> from Kon. Uh, because she kind of like pushes 
plot along a little bit. And, and, and the whole idea is that all the girls are, are pretty lazy and they just want to be lazy and it's, it's great. So really recommend it. It's, it's like a total, it's like 40 minutes total for this whole thing. So uh, just like a uh, shopping log, it's, it's, it's actually even shorter than shopping log. So there you go. There you go. So there's Dick's honorable mentions. I'll get through mine here. Um, this, um, let's do this one, uh, real quick, just because I haven't seen all of it, but, um, one I wanted to mention was the city hunter franchise city hunter. Um, I've only seen, I haven't seen the whole first series and I've only seen a couple of the movies in OVA. So like, but anyway, the whole thing about city hunter is that it stars Rio Saiba and, uh, he is a detective and, um, the first series is like 51 episodes and there's like, I think there's like, there's a couple arcs in it and then there's a bunch of movies and then there's like a season two. Then there's, um, uh, so long or, or is it like goodbye? My sweetheart is like a movie where he was supposed to like end or whatever, but it's, it's kind of like uh action mystery comedy detective work. There's it's, it's, it's kind of like it's, it came out in 1980. 87 87 yeah. yep yeah there it is. well it, it spanned a number of years it had like a yeah. bunch of seasons and movies yeah kind of stuff um it, it's it's kind of like that uh it's almost like watching a buddy cop movie from the 90s except it's just one guy and it's it's got that that nice splash of comedy every once in a while it's like that it's like the funny parts are funny and the serious parts are serious um it's just a really cool franchise i love rio he's fearless He's also kind of a doofus sometimes, um, and uh, actually, yeah, there's a there's a new, a new movie coming out in 2019 in February. Also, I don't know if it's like a reboot, or, or a, in a sequel or an addition to. I don't know, um, but I, I I did see the trailer and it was super sick. Um, actually, has spawned one of the catchiest fucking songs ever. Oh, dude, it which, has a lot of good soundtrack to it. It was not in my endings list but it's by tm revolution and it's called get wild i think yeah get yeah look wild. that up that's really that's bopping yeah please look that up um it was not i think i put i don't it's not on my favorite endings list on our endings episode but it well, that was been. just seven we only got to pick seven so yeah that's we true. can always do another yeah. one because danny hasn't done one yet so maybe we'll do one later there you go so anyway city hunter check it out um the, this the one is really good too there's, there's a lot of Ton of good stuff in that, so ton of good soundtrack in that for sure. This next one, it, it's only an honorable mention because there's only one app. It, it was an ONA. It was the it was supposed to pick up after that, but no one picked it up. It's called Cat Shit One, and it's based off a of manga from what? The what? From Cat the 80s. shit. Sam, are you sure this isn't in the top 500 popularity? <laughs> I am very certain. I've literally uh, never heard of this. The manga came out in 98 and ran to 2005. It took forever because it was like a, one guy doing it by itself. Um, what the fuck? It was, doesn't even look like anime. It was four volumes. And, um, well, the the OVA is a CG. It was a CG animated. But it's based on the manga Cat Shit 1 um, by uh, Motofumi Kobayashi. Um, but anyway, it's about, it's just a war drama. Except all of the people are animals. So if they're an American, they're rabbits. If they're Vietnamese, they're cats. If they're Chinese, they're pandas. Um, if they're Russian, they're bears. So like it's yeah, 
Based Why on do what I want to watch this? You do, <laughs> you do want to watch it because it's amazing. The, the top mail review is really funny. I'm, I'm reading it now. <laughs> so the, the, the manga actually is about the Vietnam War, and it follows three American soldiers, uh, Bataski, uh, Packy or Perkins, and Rats, um, and during the Vietnam War. But the, the OVA that came out, the one episode that came out in 2010, they actually set it to the Iraq War. So that whole episode centered around uh, Perkins and Badaski doing a rescue op in a little, I guess they didn't say it in the, the, the episode or the, the whatever, but I guess it's ISIS, you know. And uh, Afghani Middle Eastern people are always camels, goats, or sheep. And um, you just see these terrorists kind of, they're shooting their own people. They got an American soldier captured, and it's a rescue mission. But it gets real intense. Like, it's, like, super serious, which is hard Dude, to take 22 seriously. 22 minutes? You don't have to sell me anymore. It's 22 minutes. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Um, it's hard to take serious, though, because when they fuck, when the bunnies are running, they're, like, with their fucking little feet. Anyway. Dude, this has a higher popularity than City Hunter. <laughs> yeah, catch it one. Look it up. Uh, a little bit. And then, Great name. Um, and then Get a Robo. The Get a Robo franchise. Well, you get got a name, too, though. Mm-hmm. You only get two. You only get two noms. Two of Psalms noms for the honorable mentions. That's true. So anyway, I've already said get a robo. <laughs> Delete in the past. that, please. I've already said get a robo in the past. Just watch it. It's amazing. Okay. Don't worry. We'll have another robot show later. Well, yeah, that's true. Danny, go ahead. Um. Okay, get a robo. So, <laughs> so my honorable mentions are uh, D N Angel. <clears throat> and, yeah, I remember uh, D N Angel. Yeah. Do you remember Never heard D N Angel? One either. Excellent. See an angel. Um, angel beats. Nope. No, angel. not angel beats. See an angel. angel. <laughs> um, I just on, on Mel. It's like <laughs> angel's egg. Angel beats. <laughs> <laughs> um. Pretty much, this is about um a kid who, you know, pretty much he transforms into like this other form called um Dark Mousy. He's an infamous phantom thief. He steals stuff. And all that kind of and all that other jazz. Um, I haven't seen this in a while. Like the last time I saw this was when it came to America. Um, so that was like maybe ten years ago. Um, but it's definitely a good watch for me. Like this is my childhood. Um, and I definitely would recommend it to anybody. Um, the 2000s was definitely the weakest decade for anime, um, to me, in my personal opinion, um, just for the sole fact that every single anime character had big ass eyes. And yeah. The... You can definitely tell it's from the early 2000s when you look at the bug sure. eyes. Yeah. Um. I always think of the, of the meme that's like. Am I cute? And the girl's face is so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> um, the studio who who um, produced it was um, X uh, Zebek. Uh, oh, they, Zebek, yeah. Yeah, they did what did Nadesco. they do? They did Nadesco. They did uh, Shaman King, um, Shuffle, La Love Hina. They did Keijo. Um. They did, they did a, a bunch whole of bunch. Stuff. They did a whole bunch of stuff. So. They've been around. They've been um, around. And like the sor- the source for Dean Angel is a manga. Um 
which was oh apparently it's still going on i think it's on Damn. yeah um according according to mal um it's it was published 1997 and there's a question mark at the end um yeah so that's number one i do and remember when dvds were blowing up for sure yeah the, this in was like the one and that people were yeah buying. Yeah, everyone was buying this. I was I I even have some volumes of um Dean Angel. Uh one of my best friends from high school, she was obsessed with Dean Angel. She was like all about uh Daisuke, uh who's the main character. Um and watch the dub cuz you got Vic Milanagna in it. He plays Dark. <laughs> Wait, how do you say his name? It's Vic, Vic Mignona. Vic yeah. Mignona, whatever. But I always say Mignona because it's funny. Mignona. <laughs> Danny, aren't you like Italian or something? I'm like half Italian. You should you should be able to pronounce Vic Lasagna at least. Vic Lasagna. You, Vic Lasagna. Okay, from now on I'm calling him Vic Lasagna. Hey, when me and Nick went to that five-star restaurant the other day, we ordered the filet mignon, dude. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. And the other honorable mention for me is uh, Super Gals. And that's pretty much about uh, this girl who her name is uh, Ron Kotobuki. She's a Shibuya gal. So she does, she's all about the fashion. She has the long nails and everything. She has the red streak in her hair. Um, and pretty much she's kind of like. She's kind of like a crime fighter around um, Shibuya. Like, if something doesn't go, uh, doesn't go right or anything like that, um, she like does crime fighting and stuff. Um, cause her entire family is a family of cops. Um, but she doesn't want to be a police officer. So, um, this one is another uh, two thousand show. And studio. you can tell because the character design is the same kind of it's, as Hamtaro. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell because Danny recommended it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Danny. Um, the I'm early two thousands master. This is my childhood. I'm sorry. This is when this is when I really started to get into anime, and Super Gals was definitely my top um, show to watch back when I was like. 13, 14. So, um, Studio Pirate did it. Parrot, Pi. Puro. Puro. It's pronounced Puro. Okay. (laughs) 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 They did, they did Tokyo Ghoul, Naruto, Bleach. Uh, they did. They did part of, of Legend of Korra. (laughs) I remember that. Everyone hated it. Oh, man. Really? Like season two, part of season two. Oh, they also did, they also did, um, Yu Yu Hakusho. And great teacher, um, yeah, Onizuka. Piro's been around for a while. So yeah, and the thing about studios is like, depending on the year and the decade, it's like they had, you know, better or worse. So because yeah. it's all about the staff. So. So Fushigi Yugi, they did, which also um, was on my list too. Fushigi Yugi. I remember Fushigi oh, Yugi. Oh, nope, no mention. Edit that out, please. I only like <laughs> a small thing. Relax, God. If I You're didn't, only allowed uh, to mention five. So before we go back to get to the meat of it and get back to Nick here, I do have to mention that if I didn't date myself with a DVD comment already, 
I remember seeing I remember DVDs. I remember seeing well, you know, like back when DVDs were blowing up when I said that. I remember seeing yeah. the preview for Super Gals in a new type magazine that I got at Hot Topic. It <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. I think I don't even remember. I think actually I saw Super Gals in a in a magazine as well. And I said, "Oh, I like this." And I and I went to Suncoast or Sam Goody, and I I picked up the DVD. So I have the first vol, like the first quote unquote volume of the DVD for Super Gals. I actually might have that new type because Mario gave me a bunch of them back when new type was a thing. Anyway, it's so good. Let's get into the the balls. Let's get into the tits of it all. Balls deep. Let's go balls deep in Nick. He is stored in the balls. That sounded really bad. Uh, Nick. Hidden gems, All right. our top three is let's go. All right, so let's get the fuck into it. So Catch it, one. 88. <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> you just interrupted me. You're going to say catch it one, right? Oh, yeah, catch it one. Uh, That's number one because it's one in the name. <laughs> Area 88 is number 88. See, I never <clears throat> even heard of this. Yeah, so this is... In a three-episode OVA, it also has a TV series that came out later on, but the OVA is what's, what it's known for. Um, oh, I know this artwork. I can 1985, based on a manga, Studio <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh you, It's, um, oops, sorry, I had the wrong thing there. Uh, the director, I had the page, and it keeps getting lost here. Who's the original creator here? I had that page up, too. Kaoru Shintani. There we go. So basically, this is a, it's kind of like a, not Top Gun, because that was more, a little more upbeat, I would say. But this is kind of a, it's kind of like a war drama with, um, you have a soldier named Shin who gets conscripted into a foreign military, um, the Aslan Royal Fleet. And he is a fighter pilot, and he is he's forced to fight for this, these mercenaries in order to survive. He has three choices. He has to either pay the organization $1.5 million, survive for three years in combat, or desert. And deserting means he'll be executed. So he oh. goes, he, he goes, he get, he gets tricked into it by his, by his best friend who he's known from childhood because his best friend is, uh, his best friend named uh, Kanzaki. And he, he tricks him into signing the paper to join the, the mercenaries. And what, what happens is like Kanzaki is trying to buy out the airlines where Shin worked because Shin had been dating the airlines president's daughter and Kanzaki was jealous of Shin and he wanted to, um, you know, he, he wanted Shin just out of the picture basically. So mm-hmm. uh, Kazuma Shin, that's his, that's his full name. <clears throat> the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, so yeah, and, and and it kind of revolves around Kanzaki and Shin and and the daughter, and then also the other mercenaries fighting for survival, and then also kind of learning along the way that they, at a certain point, like these mercenaries can't live in the real world because they only feel alive in combat, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a cool little that's kind of a cool little uh, feature characteristic that these that these guys have to struggle with. So. It, it 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 is kind of like a boys type of show. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to a lot of of like ladies like Danny, like yourself. Just because, you know, it it just feels like kind of a guy show, you know? Um the aerial combat is really cool because it's all 2D animated on on cells because 1985 obviously. So 
if it, it had it been done today, and I think actually the TV series has some CG elements to it because it's like the early 2000s. Doesn't look nearly as as cool. Um, the explosions are great. Uh, I need to find the key animator. Anyway, they did a great job key animating it. I, I really should have had these names pulled up. Um, the other thing too that makes Area 88 really great is the soundtrack. It has some uh, what are they what are they called? Some some really like hip 80s songs as the uh, openings and endings. I posted them in the chat. We had a I put a like a little playlist. Uh, my favorite one I think is the is the Destiny the song titled Destiny. Um, it's just really good. So, Sam, you said you've never heard of this one. Actually, I, I, I actually have, um, not in the same way. <laughs> Earlier, just a minute ago, you probably heard me go, "Oh," because this is actually an arcade game I used to play at the Lakeville uh, movie theater, and it was called UN Squadron, and it was like a, it was a shooter. It was a side-scrolling shooter. You picked a pilot, and you had to get through the levels, and it was a really hard game. I did not realize these were the same thing. Um, they changed the name for American consoles to UN Squadron for some reason. That's why uh, I recognize. Yeah, like I clicked on the mail page. Thing. Yeah. I clicked on the mail page and I recognized the guy, and I was like, "Oh, I know this guy." And then I saw the little Aslan symbol, the little red hawk symbol thing, and I'm like, "Wait a second, this is UN Squadron. Great game, by the way." But no, I've never. I didn't know it was this. I just thought it was a game by itself. So now I kind of want to really watch this. Like I super want to. Yeah, watch it's this. it's really cool. Um, the one thing I'll say is that it is a little bit straightforward as far as the the characterization of a lot of these guys. Um, and uh, Shin's love interest, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, the daughter, uh, Ryoko. There we go. She she is a little bit of she she's not as much of a character as Shin and Kanzaki, um, which is sure. unfortunate. But like it's still it's it's kind of like the, the straightforward love story b- between them, and Shind is like he's just trying to survive so he can get back to her. But then, at a certain point, um, he does uh, escape the military uh, briefly, and he goes back in the civilian world and and he calls her on the phone. And he's he just realizes he doesn't even want that. He has to go back into battle. So it's like the struggle for him, and it, it's it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's a pretty straightforward show. Um, I'd like to give it an eight, so it could be, uh, what is it? <laughs> so it could be congruent with the title, eight out of eighty-eight. You know, that. Yeah. Cool, I think I, I gave it like a seven, solid seven out of ten. I know a lot of people really enjoy this. Um, some of the, some of people's favorite show, but yeah, check out Area Eighty-Eight. The episodes reach about an hour long, so it's about a movie length, long movie. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a let's play of you and Squadron. And be like, shout out to Nick for Area 88. Uh, dude, that's awesome. I kind of really want to watch this now because I used to love that game. I actually can emulate it on my computer. So, um, oh, that's really sick. I really want to watch this. Okay. Area 88. Go watch it. Yeah, the, the animation and the soundtrack are great. Like, you'll you'll enjoy it for that, for that stuff alone, really. So Okay. Uh, let's go to me. The first thing. So, you know what? Let's do his bando. I'm going to mention this one first just because it's a short anime where the episodes are like five to seven minutes long. Um, Detroit Metal City. Fucking. There's this kid named Soichi Negashi, and he dreams of being a working musician, just a popular musician. He plays his acoustic guitar. He knows how to play guitar. And he loves flowers, walking, long walks on the beach. 
baking a cheese tart. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But then like the What'd you turn, say? What'd it you turns call me? out that he's like <laughs> it turns out that he's really good at playing guitar so much to the point where um uh the Death Records manager, who's like she doesn't have a name in the anime, they just call her manager. Um she's like, You should you should play in my in my band. And he's like, Okay and it turns out it's a death metal band called Detroit Metal City where the lyrics are about like killing people and killing your parents and raping them and really bad, really dumb, crude shit. Like really dumb shit. Just really dark, crude lyrics. And but he does it and he continues to do it because it's the only way he can like be on stage and have people cheer for him. And he like paints his face with like black metal like uh makeup and he becomes Johannes Krauser the second. Um it's kinda it's kind of like, yeah, it's episodic, slice of life, you know, like it's based on a manga. Um, I actually have the first volume of it. He looks um, so normal without the face paint. Yeah. With... <laughs> like he looks like a big ass He's got nerd. like a, he's got like a bowl <clears throat> cut. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like really, uh, what is it? Quiet. And yeah. And, uh, oh my God. The guy, the guy who plays him, um, like in the live action, he looks exactly like the character um like with the bowl cut and everything yeah he looks so happy the live action is actually really good this is actually a really good live action anime adaptation um, yeah you don't even need anime for this one no not even and it's a uh, gene simmons is in it too which is hilarious um he plays kenny ill dark in in the the live action which is the american guitarist who says he's better than johannes krauser um but yeah, like in in the anime and in the movie, you know, he's like writing songs about baking and having fun with his friends and picking flowers. And then people read his lyrics and they're like, "Dude, this is lame. You should you should write real lyrics like Detroit Metal City." <laughs> and they say it to him not knowing that he's Johannes Krauser. Oh yeah, 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 cuz he's leading double life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just like, oh, "God damn it. <laughs> I just want to bake a cheese turn and write happy popular music." <laughs> And then he gets on stage and he's just like, "Kill everyone!" That's dude, it's so funny. Like if it, it's 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 really hilarious. It's the the it's so polarizing. The two people he plays that are that he the two lives he lives. It's just like I don't know. And the only reason I, I it's it's pretty popular. The only reason I put it on my list because I just feel like it's kind of forgotten. Because yeah, when you're it came, brushing right up against that five hundo song, yeah, because when, when it came out, according to Mal. It, yeah, according to Mel. Because uh, when it came out, it was really popular. And then it kind of, I feel like people have forgotten about it. So I thought, you Well, know. yeah, as more stuff comes out, it'll get pushed down. So. Yeah. So anyway, Detroit Metal City. You should check it out. Dude, the manga what, what and the show. The, what do they call it? They call it like the pig of capitalism or whatever. They have this like fat guy who's like a business business guy who just joins their band. Yeah, he's, he's like, an onstage on prop. So like they ball gag him and yeah, put him like in bondage. Or something, sort of. Yeah. He's like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Oh, what God. he is. He represents like corporate greed and how they're going to like tear it down and adults. I love that lame. guy. <laughs> yeah. He like puts his he puts one leg on top of him while he plays guitar. It's really funny. Dude, that's like this is how every metal band should be. Like this is because they go so hard. Like yeah. there's one part. <laughs> yeah. I remember he's like they're like, oh, man, he, I forgot. I forgot the context of it, but he was next to um this tower was it was he in, was he in paris or was he in japan 
It was, it was like a tower that he and he pretended to have sex with it and like rape the tower or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, dude, Look, he's raping the tower so yeah. hardcore. <laughs> dude, only Johannes Krauser, dude. Only Johannes Krauser. <laughs> like, oh man, and they they posted this. Is, I learned about this on the anime subreddit where they posted the part with him like beating up cops or something. There's a part where he does that, or he like threatens to to kill a woman or something like that. But it. The way that it's done is so funny. It was a misunderstanding, like, I think. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, there's another part where he falls. He's coming out of the back room, and the fans are out there to meet him, and he trips and falls on top of somebody. And they're like, oh, my God, he's he's murdering that, that person. That's awesome. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to get up, but he's struggling because his suit's slippery. And he's like, no, damn it, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fall on you. And they're like, oh, that's amazing. That's hardcore. He's killing someone right when he gets off stage. <laughs> It's fucking Dude, stupid. yeah, because his legend gets like too big for him to handle. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's like all these fucking crazy rumors. It, oh my god, it's so funny. Just Detroit Metal City. You should watch it. Very short. Um, there's I don't remember how many episodes there are. Holy there's shit, there's twelve and they're all thirteen minutes according to Mel. Oh, okay. I thought they were like seven to ten. No, yeah, thirteen minutes. There you go. Um, hilarious. And if you get a chance, watch the live action because I think live action is worth the watch too. But uh, okay. Danny, let's go to Danny's number three pick. Hey, or hidden gems. Um, <clears throat> so my my first, well, number three, I yeah, number three hidden gem would have to be um, pre tier, uh, pre tier, the new legend of Snow White. Um, it's it was aired in two thousand, uh, two thousand one. Sorry. Um, and it's about a girl who's adapting, like, she's adjusting to, um, a new step family. Uh, her father is a novelist and he married into a wealthy family. And, um, it's, it's very, um, Snow White Cinderella-esque, um, only because she's... She's looked down um, by her stepfamily, like her stepmother and her two stepsisters, um, or stepsister, only one stepsister. So, um, but she all of a sudden meets these seven guys who are pretty much like, quote unquote, the seven dwarfs, um, and she comes encounters with a monster who's in, like, inflicting um her friend's life so she has to prove herself um prove herself capable of obtaining the pre-tier which is pretty much like a magical power so it's a magical girl show um she has like different outfits so every time she pre-tiers with one of the seven guys she gets a whole new outfit um it's very very 2000-y uh, especially with the big eyes again, um, hot guys, you can't go wrong with hot guys, knowing me, um, Danny, you're such a girl, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to, when it comes to anime, I, I guess I am a very girly, girly girl, so, uh, there's anything wrong with that, it's very shoujo, yeah, it's fantasy, comedy, magical girl, uh, drama, uh, Hall filmmaker, uh, produced it. 
Oh, dude, they did Aria too. They did Ar- yeah, they did Aria, they did Skip Beat, they did Princess Tutu. Skip Beat's great. Oh, so those are both great. Yeah, Hell yeah. Hellfire did some good stuff. Uh, they did Holic. Uh Is that col- is that pronounced XXXXXX yeah. Holic or just yeah. Holic? I I call it just Holic, but it's X it's double it's triple X. That's the one with the with the noodle people, right? Yeah. Yeah. The noodle people. That's what yeah, pretty much it is. It's like um, Code Geass character type designs. It's they funny. did they did quite a few good ones. Um Yeah. They they Okay. So um The New Legend of Snow White pre tier, the New Legend of Snow White. It, yeah, this is another childhood uh show that me and my friends were really big on. Uh it's a thirty it's thirteen episodes. And uh, it's a da- adaptation from a manga. I didn't. I'm not familiar with the manga. I skipped out on that. Uh, the main character, her name is um, Himano. So, and I believe uh, Lucy Christensen voices her in the dub. So, a lot of a lot of vet a lot of vets uh, are in uh, dub wise are in this show. Okay. So nice. I never actually heard of this. If you like if you like magical girl shows, this is definitely a show for you. Um it was definite at the time when it came out, it was super popular. Um I'm assuming it has a 7 it's a score of 7.29 on Mal. So but the popularity went down, so it's like in the thousands of its popularity. On yeah, now. seventeen something. So okay. Um, but it was definitely overlooked. Uh, it has a great story, you know. A uh, bad guy, you know, a bad lady, trying to resurrect the Tree of Doom. So. Um, you had me at Doom. Watch it. Doom. I mean, the like, <laughs> honestly, all the dresses that she that. Uh, Himino wears are just so gorgeous. It just reminds me of Card Capture Sakura, how um her best friend makes all her dresses. And, I fucking and love stuff. Card Capture Sakura. So yeah, no. If, if I didn't it, love it before, <clears throat> I love it more now because I'm reading the manga. This is but, definitely yeah. yeah this is definitely like I said, if you like magical girl shows, this is definitely like another form of a magical magical girl show. Nice so, one, mate. Nice has some one. really, yeah, has some really nice, uh, um, transformation transformation sequences. So, oh, yeah. it is a Maho shoujo. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Right on. All right, right on. Nick. So we're on my number three. Your number two, is that right? Oh, sorry, my number two. I lost count. You did it. Uh, number two. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with. The 2008 TV series Kaiba by Studio Madhouse. It's an original work uh, created by. In the the middle middle of the street. street. Yeah, exactly. I really got to watch this one because I've seen someone talk about this. Well, I told yeah, I I, Sam, you need to watch this. All right, it's directed and created by Masaki Yuasa, who who did Devilman Crybaby from this year. He did he he helped with Space Dandy. He did uh, Ping Pong the Animation, Tatami Galaxy. So you already know it's gonna be good. Um, Mm. and Kaiba is like a really weird one. It's like one of his most underrated works because, um, I mean, I think the most popular is probably Devil Man Crybaby because that's on Netflix and it's new, 
But anyway, Kaiba is it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy premise that's at the end of the day, if you pay attention, it's not as complicated as it as it looks. Um <clears throat> so in there is a, a world that exists where memories are are stored in memory chips and they're separate from the body and what that means is you can transfer your memory to a different vessel and and what what happens is it's possible to, to alter the memories when they're transferred between bodies and it's what this does is it means that the people who are rich can can afford all of this and attain you know eternal life while the people who are poor end up selling their bodies and you know as a way to earn money and so you got these you got these two you know the haves and the have nots and then what happens is it's kind of like a fantasy sci-fi setting so there's a it starts off with a, a boy named Kaiba who wakes up and he has no memories total amnesia he has a he has a mysterious hole in his chest and he has a locket with a picture of a unknown woman and so he basically he has to the whole story revolves around him trying to discover who this woman is and trying to find his memories and he goes he goes along and he actually eventually transfers into like a female body and it's it gets kind of crazy so like it's really kind of touching and there's a lot of a lot of really cool metaphors in the show for you know the it's like what is the importance of of memory and like the spirit and the body and all of that and it's it's really cool but um when you watch it it's 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 just kind of a ride. You just gotta kind of let it let it go over you, you know. So um, that's kind of the basic idea of it. I love this art style. I love it's so, like it's yeah, so Sam. Simple. This is like gonna be in your three by three if you watch I it. I love <laughs> like if you've ever heard of like the game Go Go Hypergrind or like you know Jet Set Radio or Choo Choo Rocket or Busta Groove. Like that, it's reminiscent of that stuff, and I love it. I fucking love all that shit. So yeah, great. they got the big hands. They're they're rounded and and bold, fluffy. Yeah, it's great and it's kind of cool because like you have these. I'm trying to find his name. This I've, it's, it's been a while since I watched it. Um, oh yeah, there's a guy Vanilla who's like this. I think he's like this. Um, he's like a sheriff. Is this like and strawberry shortcake? Because his name I have is no Vanilla. Idea. His name is Vanilla, so it reminds me of Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> Not everything is fruit, Danny. Damn it. No, but the TV show. No, the TV show Strawberry Shortcake. Was there a character named Vanilla in that one? Strawberry Panic? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys have it. never heard of Strawberry Shortcake. Is this if, an anime? It's like a an American cartoon. Okay, well, get out of here with that 3D PD, Danny. All I'm saying is that if I were <laughs> a dessert, kidding. I'd be a Cinnabon. <laughs> If I were a dessert, I'd be a fine apple. <laughs> oh my god. GG. Um I gotta watch this. Dude, it's like really touching. Um there the soundtrack in this is fucking amazing. It's it's um I posted a couple of them in our chat again. The 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 tree I think there's there's a song called like the tree of tales or something. That one I really love. Uh, the opening is great. The tree song—that's just what it's called. It's okay. it's really cool. Um, I think near the end, I would say I would say like some of the best parts are probably, in my opinion, some of my favorite parts are in the the beginning and the middle, and then at the end it kind of gets a little more straightforward and they you know get the resolution. But um, 
yeah, it's really good because like Sam, you, you you know, you're you're dealing with like identity stuff, being a trans person, and and all that. So like Kaiba, it's, it's not exactly about that. It's kind of it's a little more Ghost in the Shelly sort of because it has like the technological aspect, but it's um, you just mean like in terms of finding yeah finding who you are and things like that like yeah and like them yeah. changing bodies and stuff like that. It's just kind of it's really cool. Um, I appreciate so, yeah, that. Everybody check it out, Kaiba. Okay. Go to mine number two real quick. Um, there's not actually much to say about this one because I, if I say too much, I'll spoil it. Um, but Generator Gall, anime that I grew up watching, it was fucking amazing. Um, it's only twelve episodes. It's done by Studio. It's done by Tatsunoko. Actually, they did uh, Gotcha Man and uh, uh, Cashern and um, Polymer Hurricane Polymer. Um, it was produced by ADV also in America. Um, it's only 12 episodes. It came on 98. It's about these three guys named Ryo, Gaul, and Koji. They come from... Shit. They come from somewhere, I'll just say. Gaul? Do they come from Gaul? Gaul. <laughs> they come from somewhere. Azeroth? <laughs> I don't want to say, Nick. God. <laughs> no spoilerinos. They come from somewhere. And they're trying to... Uh, a foreign land, we'll call it. They come to the fictional city of Kubere, which is like it's it's in Japan, but it's not like a real. Um, and they're trying to fight against uh these people who are doing some experiments on military weapons that could pretty much destroy human population. Um, the the, the unique thing about Gaul is that he's this thing called a generator. He was one of those military weapons, and he can generate, and well, he can transform into this thing called a generator. He becomes like an armored fucking being. It's almost like Giver. You know how Giver is like the armor, like kind of crawls around him and comes out of him, kind of bio buster. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, but I've. Isn't that one really graphic? It is super graphic. He punches his monster in the throat and throws up on him. It's awesome. Anyway, (laughs) generator, (laughs) generator Gall. Keep going, I'm almost finished. Yeah, 12 episodes, and I I can't really say too much after that, but, like, every episode when he generates, it's so badass. Like, his face becomes, like, his eyes get, like, white, and he, like, gets crazy, and he just, like, turns into this cool armored-looking thing, and he gets really fast, really strong. He can beat bitches, and every episode, there's, like, a new fucking monster experiment that comes out of this fucking lab, and he's just like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to fuck shit up then. And generate and turn into this fucking awesome guy and fight you, and uh, I I can't say too much. I'll spoil it. It's spoilerinos. It's twelve episodes. I think it's just a really cool action sci-fi show. Um, there's a little comedy in it with uh the girl Masami, who's the 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 main female lead. Um, and uh, it turns out that what they're trying to do, they just they they bite off a little more they can chew in trying to save the world but it's awesome i think it's a really cool it goes it it got forgotten real quick i think and i think just for an action sci-fi show from the 90s it's really cool late 90s but yeah generator gall dude i love it it's god i wish i could say more but i can't i really can't or else it'll uh spoilerinos but um dude and the art style is really good too i think the artwork they really tried to go past that 90s look. 
you know, it came out in 98, so, like, you can tell. And the animation, I think, is pretty decent for the time. It's a little dated, but, I mean, you can you can tell they were trying to go to that next style or find out what that next style was. I really like it. So, Generator Gall, The dude, show. 12 episodes. Watch it or I'll pee on your house. On your house. <laughs> Speaking of peeing on your house, Danny's next show. <laughs> Whoa, what the hell? Which I've never seen. <laughs> Nick, give me the lighter. <laughs> um, so right, so um, my, here's the my, lighter. My second show is Hell Teacher New Bay. Uh, it is a 1996 TV show, 49 episodes, uh, produced by uh, 2i Animation, who obviously did Dragon Ball Z. Toei. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I, I, Seneca's I, favorite feature, excuse, Toei's. Ex- excuse my mispronunciations. <laughs> I'm just horrible at oh, it. Oh man! This is why Nobody I heard hate that joke. That's okay. This is why I hate this, uh, exp- you know, recommendation explanation thing. Pure off. I just because I just suck at it. Studio, <clears throat> studio lasagna. Studio lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this show is pretty much, um, great teacher, uh, Onizuka meets ghost stories. It's about this very kind teacher. Very easygoing, very clumsy, slightly perverted. Um, his name is Nube, and he he ho- he has a glove on his left hand, and his students don't really know why he has this uh, glove on his left hand all the time, um, until you know all of a sudden these ghosts and evil spirits start attacking um, events, uh, and the students just so happen to be around. Um, when it happens, uh, and Nube is cursed by this evil hand that he covers up, and it pretty much uh, exerts the evil spirits, so he fights like all the bad guys and stuff. Um, it di- it has so many uh, side stories. It has movies. It has OVAs. Um, I how I came across this show was um Nube is a character in a fighting game on PlayStation. Um I believe Sam help me out here. I think it's Jumpstar. I oh yeah. That's what it's called. That's like a 3D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Naruto's in it, Goku, a whole bunch of other characters. And Nube was the character and I was is really Is Waluigi in it? And Waluigi is not in it. Fuck. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's pretty much like a Super Smash Brothers um, fighting game, but for anime characters. And he was a character, and I was really interested in him. So I looked up who Nube was, and I came across this show. Um, it wasn't. It didn't come to America, so it doesn't have a dub. It's only subbed. Um I don't know if it's, I believe it's fan subbed. Uh, how I found it was through Kiss Anime. Um, oh no, we gotta blur so. it out. <laughs> so, um, but I think it's hilarious. I didn't finish it, I'm still in the process of watching it. Um, but from what I've seen, it's pretty hilarious. The students are 
so freaking snarky, especially some of them. Um, Miki, especially, she's the blonde hair girl with the headband. Um, she's very smart. Um, oh, that's my wife right there. She's she's pretty Calling much it. like the know it all <laughs> of the whole entire class. Oh, the Hermione Granger. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you could say, you could say she's like that. She's um, my other waifu. Let's see, what else? Um, yeah, I, I don't want to like get into too many, too much, uh, detail on it. Um, this is a long just, series, forty nine episodes. Yeah, it's a really long series, and like I said, it has OVAs and it has a movie, so it has a lot of material, um, to it. So. That's why I haven't finished it because it has four. It has forty nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love Nube. Nube's character's design is just intriguing. He's so simple, but yet when he when he takes off the glove and he has this this cursed hand, he's just such a badass. Even instead though of saying the, instead of saying the gloves are off, he just goes the glove is off. The glove is off, and he's so yeah, and he, he's just no so glove, clumsy. No so he's kind of and and he kind of reminds me of Goku in a way because he's so clumsy and easygoing, and he just acts dumb. But in reality, like once you know trouble hits, you know he's all about the business, and he can he can take care of the baddies. So gotcha, and he gloats over uh, another teacher. I forgot her name. So and it's so funny because every time he gloats ab- about her, and she realizes like stop uh, that that he's gloating um, of her, she like tells him stop staring at my boobs, like quit it, <laughs> and she stop slaps him. She slaps him and everything like that. It's hilarious. I love it. That's it's so cute. anime. It's adorable. Go watch it. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Nick, your turn. Well, speaking of adorable, I have the opposite of adorable. Giant Robo, the Nick, animation. Dude, this number was the a day good number the one. Earth stood still, dude. It's a good number. We've one. been talking about like some good shows, some great shows, some personal favorites, but this is an all timer. This is like a masterpiece level. Um. So, Giant Robo the Animation is a 1992 to 1998 OVA series, seven episodes. Studio, I can't find the studio for some reason. Um, Various licenses based on a manga. And the whole idea of Giant Robo is it's based off of uh, Mitsuteru Yokoyama's manga series, Giant Robo. And it's kind of an homage... An, an homage to his career. Um, it's directed by Yusuhiro Imagawa. And basically the, what you need to know about Yogiyama is he created, I believe it was Tetrigen 28. It was like the first giant robot show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Giant Robo is like just a huge homage to like giant robot shows from the 60s. And it's it's like super fucking retro. and But at the same time, the animation is like God level. So you get like this crazy, this this crazy nostalgia bomb with with great animation and like an operatic soundtrack from like this like this orchestra. It's like a what is it Warsaw Philharmonic Orchestra, and it's like this. So basically, the the story it's kind of it's a little bit complicated. There's a lot going on because 
what what they what uh, Yokoyama did is he let the director Imagawa he let him just kind of go wild with his characters and create a new story. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a standalone. Um, you don't need to watch any of that other uh, any of the other previous works to understand this or read the manga. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The manga is um, from the '60s, by the way. And another, and uh, before I get into it too, another, uh, a cool fact is that I believe Hideaki Anno was one of the key animators in this too. Um, if I remember, if I remember that correctly, I'm looking I right think now. He was. I w- I wouldn't. He I wouldn't helped doubt out it. with it at some point. I, I know he helped yep, out. Yep, key animation. Yeah, key animation. He, he was he a key. So that so that's kind of. I mean, there's a lot of really talented animators too. It's not just him, but um, so yeah, the the basic gist. And actually, my anime list has a really good summary of this. Um, so the idea is there's a future where humanity enjoys a new age of prosperity thanks to Doctor Shizuma's invention of the of the Shizuma Drive, which is a renewable and infinite energy source. And what it does is it brings peace to the world. There's no more wars based on nuclear oil power and fighting over resources, but there are still wars over like gaining general power over the land. And um, so this is threat. The, the main antagonists are a organization called big fire who are seeking world domination and the international police organization are the opposing side who are there to stop big fire. And Together with Daisuke Kazuma, he's the he's the uh, <clears throat> the owner of Giant Robo, the robot. It's the world's most powerful robot, and it's po- the Giant Robo is powered by nuclear power, and so it's not shut off when the Shizuma Drive gets shut off, um, which is kind of like a key plot point. So, um, basically, they find out they're they're fighting against each other, and it's like this whole epic, super melodramatic. Um, just like action-packed show where these these two sides are fighting each other. There's there's a there's a guy. Uh, what's his name? Is it Kenji? No. There's there's a. Let me see. I wrote I wrote down. There's it's been a little while since I watched it, so I had to take some notes. Um, let's see. Oh boy. One of the characters. It'll be a moment till I find his name. One of the characters is seeking revenge because his father. I think it was. I think it was Franken uh, von. Von something was the the creator of the uh, Shizuma Drive, and he, um, he was wronged by like the you know the other doctors in the world and kind of thrown under the bus, and so his family was like shamed. And so the one of the characters is seeking revenge on the world and trying to shut down the Shizuma Drive, and like the whole idea is that they eventually find out that um, or they find out a secret about the I don't want to like spoil anything, so they find out, uh, you know the, the the twist and the secret behind the Shizuma Drive, and and then it goes from there, and. It's really cool because, like, Sam, you've seen it, right? So Yes, yes, I have. Like, all of the characters are larger than life and, like, super-duper powerful. And they can just, like... But they have, like, kind of some stipulations to their powers. Like, they only have a limited amount they can do. So, But it's, mm-hmm. like, super epic when they do it. Um, and uh, it's just fucking awesome, man. Like, there's a lot to watch. You can rewatch this so many times, and you'll always get something out of it. So I don't know if you had any, any comments. I was, I'm kind of... Droning on a little bit. Um. No, Giant Robo Dude is a fucking classic. Okay. Um, uh, Tatsujin, by the way, Nick mentioned earlier in America that was Gigantor. For those who don't know. But, yeah, um, Gigantor. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no Tatsujin. I've never seen that. Um, it, it's it's really weird. It's black and white. You know what I mean? It's a black and white show. But, um, Giant Robo Dude. Here's, I mean, Giant Robo himself. I think even though that. This was, you know, the animation um, 
the data said still was an homage to his career. Giant Robo himself has inspired a lot of other um, big robots. Tokusatsu yeah, it reminds robots. me of Big O. I don't know if that's intentional or not. It but. was intentional. <laughs> I was next thing I yeah. was about to say. Exactly, Nick. Thank you, fucking, for recognizing that. Fucking the big o, big o, big the ribbit o. design and the skirt and the color scheme uh, was inspiration for some inspiration for Big O. Um, and then Big O had other. He drew from many other giant hero robots. Um, especially the head beam thing. The head beam is another thing from someone else. And dude, um, the head beam is from Mazinger, I think. But um, yeah, Giant Robo, the day the earth stood still, is dude. It's so sick. Like if you like Big O, or you you want to see like a Tokusatsu one that's like more serious, like like Get a Robo Armageddon. Like this one's this is way better than um. Get a Robo Armageddon, in my opinion. Giant Robo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of anime that I haven't seen yet, but, like, just saying it blindly in the dark, I would say this is easily top three mecha anime ever made. Like, easily. Easily. I might agree to that. I might. I got to look at my shit again. But I might super agree to that. Like, it's... I mean, you got Evangelion. You got this. You got uh, probably one of the Gundams. Catch It (laughs) 1. Catch It 1. There you go. (laughs) Well, that's number one, obviously. So yeah, <laughs> no, dude, I love it. I rec- I also recommend. I back Nick on this. Like it's the, one, the other it's thing. It, awesome. It, it it does draw some influence from uh, kung fu cinema, Wuxia stories, and uh, like uh, actual just opera. Because like every time the 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 doctor, he's like a mad scientist. He gives like his speech about about finding the beautiful night and like conquering humanity's fear against the darkness and stuff and it's fucking epic dude and there's like this giant sphere which is kind of like the main the giant sphere is like this this kind of um oh what's the word set piece with uh the shizuma drives and they, they have to get these uh they have to like collect these uh samples and like inject them into it and and th- w- like one faction is trying to stop it one's trying to blow it up one's trying to it's crazy so but dude yeah, like the speeches there's... he gives are fucking awesome in like seven black, episodes, goes black and white. Oh in, man! In seven episodes, there's a, they explain a lot without hurting your brain. Like it's there's so much. It is pretty. There's a lot on. going on. Yeah, you, yeah. you do have to kind of watch it. There's a lot of brouhaha. Operation Coconuts, Illuminati shit. It's it's awesome, but dude. They go all fucking out, man. Like this is how you do. Like look, this is how you do melodrama, right? You know what I'm saying? I you agree. just gotta fucking go. Yeah, you just gotta do it. Um. Yeah, dude. God, now I want to rewatch it. We gotta do a giant robo. Man, every, t- every time the giant robo, like, I think I don't know if they have eye catches. I don't remember, but like, they there's parts in the show where it's like getting you to the next scene, and the robo's just like, boom. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, boom. <laughs> dude, that sound is fucking beastly. <laughs> I've only heard of one show from each of your guys' list, and this is the one I've heard from yours, and it's fucking. Yeah, I just watched it like last year, or so I gotta rewatch it, dude. It's been a while. It's fucking awesome, though. Dude, it's it's a like to find a hard copy. It's pretty expensive. I think it's like hundred plus dollars. Um, ah, shit. And it's not streaming anywhere, so <laughs> you can stream it on YouTube. Actually, I think. Uh, but you can find it on other streaming sites or like torrents and stuff like that. I mean, honestly, definitely do that. Like, definitely watch it by whatever means necessary. Gotcha. Um, it's totally worth it. Awesome. All right, my number one. I'm not going to – there's really not much to say. Like like Danny's, this is one that's fan-subbed only. You, there's not an s- official sub of it, so it's it's not it's also not finished. But Ninku, dude, 
I've mentioned this before a long time ago on one of our apps. Ninku is fucking awesome. It was it was based on a Shonen Jump manga, Shonen Jump Weekly. It's 55 episodes, and according to Nick, who told me before we started recording, uh, someone had fan-subbed it all the way up to 43 now, I think. Last time I had checked, I had stopped at episode 32, 31 or 32. Um, and then they added a couple more, like, last year, and then I just, I'm just i just kind of waiting. I think I'm just going to wait until it's done to go back to it. But basically, there was That's this... That's only been 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the only Dude, thing that... Dude, I bet that... you could probably find it in, like, another, like, Vietnamese and then translate it to English and have, like, a have like an abomination. Translate <laughs> the Vietnamese, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm making that up. There was this thing called the, the Great War where the Ninku fought against the Imperial Army and they almost won until the Imperial Army pulled some bullshit. And uh, they won, and then they established themselves as the defender of the people and rulers of the world with the help of propaganda and false bullshit, fear-mongering, uh, gerrymandering, just a bunch of bullcrap. And um, they Gerrymandering? They, yeah, <laughs> voter suppression. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they, fake news. Fake news. They paint the Ninku as the villains, and so now they're all, like, disbanded and in hiding. Um, there's... Uh, there's a bunch of, of the Ninku clan, which are extinct ninjas, and then there's captains of each clan, um, each representing one of the Chinese zodiacs. So there's Fusuke the rat, um, etc. etc. I show the chicken, yeah, whatever. <laughs> there's twelve of them, Sam. Yeah, um, Fusuke is the main character, and he's this weird fucking looking kid with like a fucking ribbit mouth. I don't know. He looks fucking weird. And then Froppy. him. And- yeah, him and his best friend Hiroyuki the Penguin are traveling to reunite the Ninku and take back uh take back the land, take back the fucking go back to the Imperial Army and say, you know what, fuck you. Um The only reason I bring it up is because this is one of the like this is an awesome shonen. It's really sick. It's fifty five episodes, like I said. I saw they've only said forty three. But I in my opinion, <laughs> if you're into Naruto or or even probably my hero, maybe a little bit. This is this is awesome. Each ninku is like fucking awesome, dude. And um, the main character Fusuke, the little fucking weird kid, he harnesses the power of the wind. And Naruto's Rasengan so Aang? is a blatant <laughs> Aang and Naruto. They're blatant ripoffs of Fusuke, and they need to get out of here. Dude, I'm looking at the Mal cover art and. The guy on the left has some Ethan Klein level bubble butt, man. Dude, bubble butt. I'll check bubble, it out. Bubble, 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 bubble butt. Bubble butt. Bubble butt. Bubble butt. Bubble butt. Shit, now we got to clear that. No, yeah, that's I show of the sky <laughs> of the rooster. Um, He can jump. He's, his legs are fucking 100 times stronger than anyone else. Well, shit, no wonder he's got bubble butt. All and right. he can jump like a pro. He can just jump really high. And then there's Toji, who's like naked all the time, which is hilarious. Toji of the ground. Oh, he's like the he's like the guy from Food Wars. Yeah, dude. Toji the ground, Fusuke the wind, I chose the sky, and then there's more. Without spoiling, uh, wait, there's, there's more. wind and sky. What's the difference? Well, the wind blows shit. In the sky, you're just in the sky. Dude. Sky just kind of sits there. <laughs> and then there's fucking there's Hiroyuki, and he's a penguin, and he's awesome. Dude, it's a cool shonen. Like if you're into ninja shit and you're into shonen. 
and this is a classic. Like, if you're going to be a fan of Naruto, you have to watch this. And the only reason I bring it up is because I think it needs to be recognized more as one of the early shonens, like, you know, like, uh, like Yu Yu Hakusho is an early shonen. This one's an early one. The only thing that ever got dubbed was the movie, and the movie is like a side story, and it wasn't even really canon. Um, but you, you, you couldn't really understand who the people were anyway because it didn't explain any of that. It was fucking weird. You know what I mean? It's just like you're just, oh, here's the Ninku, and then here's a movie. Um, but the movie was done by um, – or actually, I think all of it was done by Studio Piero, right? Yeah, all of it's done we by Studio We got a lot Piro. of Studio Piero today. Piro, yeah. They also do Naruto also. So there you go. Ninku. And then there's a there's a fucking it's uh there's a fucking OVA called Knife No Buyo or whatever. But I love it. If you're a Naruto fan or anything like that and you're a Shonen fan, you have to watch Ninku. As soon as they fucking finish <laughs> God damn it, Sam. You're like, guys, just go watch this. It's not finished. Uh hey, not even Dan- subbed actually. Hey, Danny had an unfinished one, so fuck y'all. No, hers was finished. She just hadn't quite caught up yet. No, no, no. I personally didn't finish. Oh, I thought you said Hell Teacher Nubia wasn't done being subbed. No, no, no. No, Sam. We pick finished shows. We we pick finished productions. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Um, Dude, Nuku's 6,000 on Mel. That's crazy. Dude, that is some real deep shit. 6,000. I thought you said Hell Teacher Nubia was was not done being subbed. No, I didn't say that. You did um, say it. I believe. No, she said she hadn't finished yet. Anyway, let's. Move I on. didn't finish. Yes. I know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny. Something, what's your? I don't remember what's not finished. I like Sam's number one is like ah, it's not finished. <laughs> no, because clearly my number one is catch it one. Oh, you know what? You're right. I can't argue that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's number sorry, one Danny. in every list from now on. <laughs> Danny's trying Nabisco to start. scale. It's like Nutter Butter, Oreo, Catch It One. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Danny, this is where our waifu pick was from. This Go. is waifu pick. Yeah. Uh, Mysterious Girlfriend X. Um, this was this was actually recommended to me by a good friend, my good friend, Derek, um, who's back in Jersey. Hey, Derek. Shout out to Jersey. Shout, <laughs> out, shout to out. Shout out to Derek. Um. This was aired in 2012. Uh, Studio Hoods Entertainment produced it. And um, Sentai Filmworks did the dub for it. Uh, This show is about um, this uh, 16-year-old boy named uh, Akira Tsubaki. He he's never had a girlfriend before. He doesn't know how girls work. So he just thinks that girls are a mystery. Uh, they're like foreign objects until he meets um, Urbe uh, Mikoto, who she is pretty strange nonetheless, rather than a normal everyday high school girl. Um, she's super quiet. Uh, she sleeps on her desk every day during lunch. Uh, she doesn't want any friends. And one day, Akira, uh, forgot something. Uh, he he forgot his bento box, um, on his desk. And he went to go get it. And 
uh, Urbe was sleeping, so he woke her up. She left to go home, and some drool was on her desk. Uh, for some odd reason, he decided to take a, a taste of her drool. This sounds well, like her, my show pitch. This is, honestly, <laughs> this is a show for this Nick. This is my shark tank right here. <laughs> you guys were mad at me. <clears throat> well, it's it was already made, for crying out loud, so it can't be a shark tank pitch. Um, but this is definitely a show for Nick, I feel. Um, Dude, the girl's pretty fucking hot, not gonna she, lie. She, Urbe is, she got some knockers on her. Like, let me tell you. Um, I don't care about the knockers. I care about the glare. Yeah. Oh, that, that glare. side glare Dude. that she has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, she has the same haircut as uh, Shin from uh, Area Eighty Eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the left eye open. Um. So. For for Akira, it when he tasted her drool, it tasted very sweet, like honey. Um. And what happened <laughs> the next day? He like caught a fever. And, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> oh, so he was, like, sick for a while, and Urbe noticed, like, what happened, so she went to go see him, and um, when she went to his house and stuff, she, Urbe told Akira, uh, close your eyes. So, and what she did was she, like, took some of her drool and stuck it in his mouth, and his fever was gone. So pretty much... Uh, drool is e drool equals bond uh, between man and woman and every day um, Urbe has to give Akira uh, her drool in order for him to survive and not get sick um, and wow. they form <laughs> they form a relationship um, you know Akira asks uh, Urbe to be his girlfriend and she agrees and it just goes along on pretty much uh, Urbe giving him drool every time and um, yeah I don't know too much I didn't finish it I'm still in the process of watching it um, this is definitely a Nick show <laughs> um just for the slobber, so, little, just little, little, for little. the so, yeah, just for the sole fact that it's about drool. Um, yeah, but like Nick's show pitch was like he has to suck on her toes after she poops on it or something fucking dumb like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I stop at poop. All right, that's 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 the that's line. Gross. Right that's gross. That's, that's the that. line. <laughs> um, no scat for me, please. <laughs> but yeah, it's no, it's it has some pretty funny moments because um, after a while, uh, Akira after. Uh, dating Urbe for about a month, he taught or Akira talks to one of his friends and just like kind of doesn't like hint that he's dating Urbe. He just hints like, oh, so what should I do, you know, if I'm dating a girl for quite some time? Um, and his friend is all like, well, you should hold, you should be holding her hand and all this kind of stuff, hug her and, and everything. And when Urbe and Akira are rocking home, um, Akira kind of like suddenly tries to hug Urbe and she like does this ninja jump out of nowhere, takes her scissors out of her panties and just like does these weird things with it. And, um, and Akira is behind, uh, is in front of boxes 
And so what happens is she like cuts the boxes like as a warning and she's all like, don't don't like hug me or hold my hand without asking for permission. She's very private. Um, and I'm my I wouldn't say, I guess, a hypothesis, a hypothesis. Um, but I think Urbe is an alien of some sort. Like she's definitely not from earth if she has very sweet drool and it makes people have have a fever if they don't have enough of it so hmm. i don't know i have to find i have to keep watching it in order to find out so basically what you're saying is sendra gahara is a ripoff in this whole anime yeah <laughs> no other way around actually sendra gahara came first <laughs> did it really yeah, yeah. she's in like 2009 oh okay um, yeah get this- wrecked this one, this one. <laughs> but that's this a one. popular show. We're not talking about popular. Yeah, this one is is of the six hundred popularity. Oh, actually, this one's pretty popular. Yeah, six thirty four. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's um before Detroit Metal City, I believe. So we have we have a show that's not finished. We have a show <laughs> about drool. <laughs> And then we have a masterpiece <laughs> asking a masterpiece. life questions. Can Dude. happiness be achieved without sacrifice? Danny, you don't know, dude. You got to watch Giant Robo. Yeah. I Danny, can't. here's the thing. Here's I don't know the thing if with I can. Giant Robo. I, I, you know I have a thing when it comes to Giant Robot shows. Yeah, that one's a pretty giant robot show, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so giant robot is. that it's just called that. It's called Giant it's Robot. Not, yeah, no, no, no. Here's the thing, thing, though. Here's the thing. It has a dub. I know people say the sub is better, and I kind of agree the sub is better. But just watch the dub. You don't even have to listen to it. Just watch it. That fuck it. What? Is, what? No, dude, you don't you even don't have to, to poop. Just pee a little bit. I don't have to <laughs> poop. <laughs> you can put on the sub with no subtitles and still like enjoy it and give it a ten out of ten. It's great, dude. A ten out of ten. Hey, there's our top anime hidden gems. Well, Actually, that was Jesus, there was. A- <laughs> You're like, hey! It sounded like you edited that, but that was not edited. I thought you were like at a. I thought you were like at a stopping point when you were talking. So I thought I'd just jump in. Sorry. Um, no, like, um, obviously we we had more to talk about. There's more on our lists that we could find. Yeah. Um, and I got a quick mention, real quick. Uh, so if you want to know more about Giant Robo, there's a pretty cool podcast. Um, that I found. From 2016, it's just one episode. It's from the Greatest Movie Ever podcast with Daryl Surratt from Anime World Order. And they go into, like, depth on on Giant Robo. So if you want to get more information and more hype, then check that out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, and, and obviously, I didn't even mention this in the beginning, but Quokka is absent again today because he's still running around doing something. I don't know. He's um, a little but, bitch. But we could do this episode again with him, you know, and I could I have more that I could talk about. But just remember that the top hidden gem of tonight is Catch It 1. It's always Catch It 1, yeah. So, that being said, do you have any hidden gems on your list that you think, like, hey, man, Sam and Nick and Danny should know about this. Not a lot of people know about it, but they should watch it. You should totally hit us up on Twitter uh, or on Discord, wherever you can find us on linksideanimesummit.net, and show us your hidden gems. What do you think, uh, what do you want to recommend to us that we didn't mention or that we don't know about? Or that you think we don't know about. Hit us up. That being said... Don't call yourself a real anime fan until you've seen Inferno Cop. Inferno Cop, dude. 
yeah, tried to do the we... clapping emoji right there, but Dude, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to say the word, then clap, then the next word, then clap. Not just constantly <laughs> clap and then talk over it. Like you, you're legit Grandpa Nick. Like you don't know how to do the stuff. <laughs> I think it sounds fun. You're holding the clap next to my ear and just talking like that. It's great. It's great. I've been some Danny Ravioli, Nick oh, Manicotti Danny today. Danny Lasagna and Nick Manicotti. We've been the Anime Summit Podcast. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. 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 <laughs> spaghetti. From like that's, Tim and Eric. <laughs> that's an underrated show. Tim and Eric, awesome show. Great job. Dude, I love the gif of him hiding behind the plant. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that's that's going to be me watching Mysterious Girlfriend just hiding behind a plant. 